and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another session of Daily Devotionals with Holiness Revival Movement. My name is Priscilla Kyodi, and today I'm going to be taking your teaching. Today we are going to be looking at an interesting topic. It says, um, you can live free of sin. You can live free of sin. I do hope um, that this, the the on Facebook and YouTube, that this um, message is coming clear and that the, <clears throat> the audio is not in any way distorted. Well, as for every one of you, I'm listening to me from Spotify, from um, Anchor, and as many uh, podcasts of platforms. Um, God bless you richly. And the Lord has bowed on our heads for a word of prayer um, as we start this morning. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We worship you for this morning. We thank you for your goodness, your mercies towards us. Lord, we appreciate you. Take all the glory in Jesus' name. As we go into your word, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you speak to us this morning. Father, Lord God, empower us as many, O God, that desire to live a life that is free from sin. Lord, I pray, O God, that you empower them, empower them, O God, to be able to live this life that you desire for us to live, a life that is without sin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power. Oh, it reaches to the highest mountain. Oh, it flows to the lowest valley oh i know the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power oh yes it will never lose its The blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says that is what gives us access to the throne room. That is what gives us the boldness to come before him. That is what cleanses us from our sin, purifies us, and gives us access. The blood of Jesus also gives us victory over every powers, every principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in the high place. The Bible says we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, our declaration. That is why the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 from verse 9 that with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made. 
so your confession your declaration with your mouth that lord jesus i repent of my sin forgive me your declaration with your mouth lord jesus i believe that you came and died for me on the cross of calvary come into my heart and make me yours your declaration makes you a child of god believing in your heart and declaring it confessing with your mouth the bible also says in john 1 12 that for as many as receive him how do you receive him the believing in your heart and the confession with your mouth yeah, the Bible says that everyone that has received him, God has given the power to become sons of God. This morning, we are going to speak on a topic you can live free of sin. There are so many doctrines out there that are going on that, oh, once you've given your life to Christ, that is your spirit that is now born again, that you can do whatsoever you like with your body, you can act anyhow. But if you study the scripture, you can you see that that is not true. That is not in any way true that because we are now born again you have made a confession you say you believe in your heart you've made a confession then you begin to look and dress like the world you begin to act in ways that are do not in line with god's word now when you are saved there is a second process called sanctification some people are saved and they are sanctified at first the same day when you are saved god the spirit of god comes upon you the bible, the bible said no man can even say that yeah that christ is that jesus is lord except by the spirit so you receive an impartation of the spirit for you to be able to say yes i believe the spirit of the lord convicts in your heart it comes upon you when you open your heart to him it comes into you so you receive an impartation you know and then some people on that day as they receive the impartation they are they are empowered to live above sin every works of darkness in fact everyone every works of darkness at least works of darkness should not be in your life but there are cases whereby you still struggle with some things that still struggle in your mind i'm not talking about when you go and actually go and deliberately sin and sleep with someone that is not your husband or your wife you can deliberately go and steal deliberately go and kill no i'm not talking about i'm talking about when you maybe struggle with some things like uh, in your heart in your mind you know for, uh, things like malice or strife or stuff like that these little things that uh, you know those little vines as uh, forces that spoil the vine then you go for a second touch and say lord god sanctify me by reading god's words also we are sanctified the bible jesus christ been praying in john 17 17 sanctify them by through the word that what is truth so by reading god's word and and building a relationship with him you are sanctified because you get to know more and as you read it the word sanctifies you the bible says as silver tried in the furnace of the earth purifies seven times the words of the lord are pure words yesterday we looked at how the, the, the characteristics of the word of the lord how the word of the lord is perfect the word of the lord is sure the word of the lord is true the word of the lord is is clean is to, to convert your heart to purify you to cleanse you to prepare you for the coming of the lord jesus christ so once you've given your life to christ you're saved you are sanctified you, you some people are sanctified immediately some people you might need to go back and say lord god sanctify me sanctify me some so you know a lot of beliefs and sanctification what sanctification is some process sanctification is a single process you get that and it's once and for all and you are sanctified some people say it's a gradual process it has both aspects of it the, 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 the straightforward single process and then of course the gradual process as you study the word of god but the bible is but all is to prepare you is to make you ready is to make you to present you holy and unblameable before him 
the Lord says, be ye holy. In First Peter chapter 1, we see that from, from verse 13. He said that we should be holy in all manner of conversation. We guard the lines of our mind. We holy in all manner of our conversation and be holy as he which has called us. Says we should be, we should be holy. Holiness is a requirement. It's an important thing for us. If you want to make heaven, you need to be holy. You cannot make heaven if you are not holy. Holiness is purity of heart, purity, clean hands, pure heart. Holiness involves to have clean hands. In hands, when I mean clean hands, you are not guilty of a fornication or adultery or murder or stealing or killing or, uh, uh, or covetousness or bowing down before any strange gods, any worshiping, any idolatry. You have clean hands and then you have a pure heart. A heart that is devoid of malice. A heart that is devoid of hatred. A heart divorced, uh, devoid of envy. A heart that is pure and holy. You think holy thoughts. A heart that is devoid of every filthy imagination and so of course when this thing come what you do you reject it and you make sure you clean your heart the bible tells us to guard our heart with all diligence we see that in proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 guard your heart with all diligence and out of it are the issues of life this morning we are going to talk about you can live free of sin and our text is this morning is taken from psalm chapter 51 let's turn our bible to the book of psalms chapter 51 god will help us Psalm 51, our text is actually 4 to 5, but I want to read from verses 1. He said, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part thou shalt make me know wisdom. Purge me with eyes up and I shall be clean. Wash me. And I shall be whiter than snow. Amen. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. In verses 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, from thy presence. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. And then in verse 17, he said, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, thou will not despise. Remember, we're speaking about um, you can live free of sin. You can live free of sin. So from verse 2, say, Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquities. This is a prayer of David. When David fell and sinned against God, the Bible says he took a woman that was not his wife, a plant, and he killed the husband. He impregnated the woman and he tried to cover it up until the prophet came and told him, look, this is what you have done. And he immediately he realized he had sinned against God and he went he walks out clothes and he began to mourn and pray and ask God to forgive him. He said, wash me from thoroughly from my iniquity. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. We never heard any other place that David fell into a kind of sin like this, that he was like this, so, you know, this down. So it was not an everyday thing that he was sleeping with people's wife or committing fornication. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Because people might want to say, okay, after all, David fell. David fell. He didn't continue falling every week, sleeping with other people's wife or committing fornication. 
this was what a one of that David felt like this. Yeah, I'm not saying that David was perfect. He had little things here and there. But David was a man that loved God. The Bible says he was a man after God's heart. He feared God. If you looked at even from the time he was 17, when he was brought into, into when he started working with uh, um, Saul, the Bible says he behaved himself wisely. That means he didn't speak anyhow. He didn't talk anyhow. He didn't engage with their drinking and routing and all their rubbish behavior. He was a man that was morally up, that was more well, like, I don't know if I will use the word morally upright, but it was a man that feared God, feared God. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is to depart from iniquity. So he was a man that feared God. Satan is our enemy, is the enemy of our soul. The Bible says in John 10, 10, the devil has, he has come to steal, to kill and to destroy. But Jesus Christ said, I have come to give you life. So all Satan wants to do to you is to steal your peace, to steal your joy, to steal your happiness, to steal your place with God, to steal your eternity, to kill you. Once he's stolen it to kill you and to destroy your life. So at the time, he said, the time I see, I see he's giving you good things, he's, he's making you, he's, uh, you are satisfied, you have, you have money, you have this, you have that. But at the end, is to destroy you is to destroy you. So the Satan comes at us in different ways. It comes to us through physically. It comes to us through our minds, our thoughts. It brings evil thoughts to our hearts. So what you have to do as a child of God, you reject those thoughts. I say, I, I reject those thoughts in Jesus' name. Myself, myself and my family in the blood of Jesus. It comes to you even in the dreams to pollute your dream, to pollute you, to defy you. Say, wake up in the morning, Lord God, I reject every negative in, in meaning of those dreams, those dreams I have had. I reject it in Jesus name, I soak myself in the blood of Jesus. I de- I cover myself. I-, I plead the blood of Jesus over my life, over my destiny, over my my my, my way. Father, Lord God, I plead the blood of Jesus. I come against every plans of the enemy. I reject every agreement I may have gone into either by the food or by any sexual activity. Rejected by the blood, rejected and soak myself in the blood of Jesus. I reject it in Jesus name. You reject everything and whatsoever the interpretation of it, because when the enemy comes in your dream to make you eat or to have sexual intercourse with you is most to, 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 to destroy something that God is planning to do in your life to destroy something to destroy you to stop you from achieving something so you reject it say father in the mighty name of Jesus I reject it I reject and I break from every agreement any form of agreement I might have gone in through this act or in whatever way Lord God I desist I break from it I break free from it in Jesus name I come I break through I break free I cancel any form of agreement I may have gone into you immediately need to reject it because the devil is a thief he has come to steal to kill and he can also come physically tell you tell you tell you know even in physical things some people want to say the holiness is only within no holiness is in and out holiness is not just only within that okay i have a key my heart god knows my heart and my, my heart is pure i serve him i read my bible i pray and all of that stuff you know holiness you also be outside if you look like the world, if you don't look, if I see you and you don't immediately look like someone that is different, you know, how do I know that you are different? There must be a mark on you. There must be a sign on you. The Bible says we have been sealed by his promise, by the Holy Ghost. We have been sealed from the day we gave our life to Christ. We have been sealed. When you see some people, you just know from their composure that this person is born again. This person knows God. This person is the believer. 
you should you should also your look should also show that you're a child of God. So if you are into all these yeah the worldly weavers and wigs and makeup and all of that stuff, how are you different? The Bible says, love not the world, that are the things of the world. Either love at the world, the love of the Father is not in him. If you want to know if you are a child of God, if you are living a holy and righteous life, go and read First John chapter First John chapter one one from verse one to, to chapter one to to, to, to the, the last verse. Yesterday I was looking at Florida and I realized I couldn't because I was in a Bible study and when my, my pastor mentioned it and I said oh, I went back to First John that, that is true. In First John chapter one verse one, he said if we say we are we have fellowship with Him and we walk in darkness, we lie. So any form of darkness, walking in darkness is walking in sin, walking in idolatry walking in all the works of the flesh all those ones are darkness so if you say we have god that we are a child of god and we, we walk in darkness we lie if you say we have uh, that we have not seen we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us so definitely you have to always keep purging yourself asking lord is there anything in me we know so we know if we keep his commandment if you say you are we are ease and we do not keep his commandments we are also lying because if you the, the bible said the love of god is perfected in whosoever that keep his word so if you if you don't keep his word, you don't keep his commandment, you definitely are not walking in holiness and righteousness. If you say you are you are, you are in him and you are not abiding in him, if we abide in him, the Bible says, and his word will abide in us. If you say that you are in the light and you walk you and you you do whatsoever you like, you do not you love the world, you are not of it. In first John 2, he says, Anyone that loves the world, the love of the Father is not his name, the love loss of the high, the loss of the flesh, the pride of life. Check your life. If anyone that denies Jesus Christ as the Son of God is a is is also working against the word of God, is is not in, in his will. Every man that says I love God but he hates his brother does not does not know him. The Bible says in first John 3 3 said, he that has this will be purified himself, even as he is pure. So many things go and go go back to first John and you will see. But today we are talking about you can live free from sin. There are two places that the Lord when he, when he performed miracles and he told them specifically that go and sin no more. The first place is with the woman that was brought to him that committed adultery. In John chapter 83, is it John chapter 83? I don't have the time to read verses 1 to 11. But I'm going to quickly go to John chapter 8 and just take a few verses from John chapter 8 this morning hallelujah praise the lord in john chapter 8 he said and the scribes and pharisees they brought unto him a woman taken in adultery when they are set in the maze they said unto him master this woman was taken in adultery in the very act mama moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned but what says that of course they are doing it to test him and the bible said the lord was right and when they continued asking him is jesus christ Rose put his head up and said, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast the first stone. And of course, they were all guilty. Thank God that they were none of them were bold faced and none of them were liars. They were all guilty. They all then left. And the Bible said, When he when Jesus Christ took brought back, he said, the Woman, they are we are those that an accusers had no man condemned thee. She said, No, Lord. And the Lord said to her, In he said, from verse 12, I want to read that I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have light of life. But in verse 11, he said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Before he told the other that I was like, Say, Go and sin no more. By that declaration, the Lord, that is an evidence that the woman was forgiven. He said, I have forgiven you. You are free. You are whole. You are now born again. If you want to tell you, you know, you are now being reconciled with God. He said, Go and sin no more. 
It's like it's a gift that the Lord had given. I have not condemned you. You are completely as you are standing by me. You are standing by me right now. You're completely free from sin. And remember, He has the power to forgive even here on earth. A lot of the people He prayed for, He told them that your sins have been forgiven. So even though He didn't physically tell her that your sins have been forgiven, but He said that go and sin no more. In other words, He has said your sins have been forgiven. You have been reconciled. So do not sin. And he also by so doing, He also empowered her to live above sin. Empower her. That means the Spirit of God that empowers us, that comes into us in Acts chapter 1 verse 6. He said, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit came upon her and gave her the power to be to sin no more. The second place that the Lord said they talked spoke about sin no more was when he healed the man that was placed by the uh, river of Bethesda. I think it's Bethesda. He was there for 38 years. The Bible says he was he was he, he was healed for for 38 years, waiting for the water to turn. And Jesus Christ healed him and said also when he saw him later, I said sin no more, so that they left more sin will not come upon you. In other words, he's saying that you have been forgiven, you have been made old, you have been reconciled. Do not sin. Do not go back to sin. And you have been empowered to live above sin. So when you give your life to Christ, you are empowered to live above sin. You are empowered unless you willfully take your hands. So if you giving your life to Christ when you want to commit adultery the Holy Spirit said my son don't commit it when you want to do a fornication or when you want to steal when you want to lie when you want to say all those things it comes and it troubles your heart what you have done is wrong what you are about to do is wrong do not do it the Holy Spirit reminds you because your heart is not completely dead it reminds you and if you do, if you refuse to listen and you go ahead and you have sinned and if you continue to do it then the Spirit of God will leave you entirely the Spirit of God will just leave you entirely because He has seen that you do not want to, you know. So when you willfully walk into sin, you know that this is wrong. What I'm doing, you deliberate it, you plan it. You know, the, 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 the law court will say that it is, a, it is a deliberate action. You willfully sin, you check yourself, are you really in Christ? You can live a life free of sin. You can live a life by continuously soaking yourself in the word of God, by so continuously reading the Bible. You can live a life that is free of sin. Grace is not a license to sin. A lot of people say, oh, we are under grace, we are under grace, and they think it's a license to sin. Go and read Romans chapter 6. He said, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? How shall we that are dead in sin live any longer? When you are born again, you are dead in sin. Your body is, you're, you're, you are dead to sin. That's why we say born again. That means your spirit man has been renewed. God has given you a new spirit. You are born again in, in Romans chapter 12 from verse, verse 2. He said that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that what is acceptable and the perfect will of God. Be transformed. You as you are born again, you are transformed. And you continue, you, you exercise that transformation by continuously reading the word of God and be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You shouldn't be thinking the way you used to think as a sinner. You should have shown those evil thoughts, those wicked thoughts, and begin to walk in freedom. You have been empowered to live a life of that is free from sin. So do not continue to sin. If you find out that you are sinning, you say you have given your life to Christ, but you find out you keep falling to sin, you go back to God say, Lord God, have mercy upon me, purify me. Touch me, Lord, I do not want to sin. Be, 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 be desperate to God say, Lord, I don't want to sin. Kill this desire to sin. There are people that have given testimony that once they gave their life to Christ, that the desire to smoke stopped, the desire to drink stopped, the desire to do those things that are evil, adultery, uh, 
uh, in fornication stopped in your land and that is how it should be if you say you have given your life to Christ and you leave the church or you leave that place and you go back and fall into sin you are not giving your life to Christ you are not serious because it is not a desire from heart if you are sincere about giving your life to Christ you yourself will make your way you will flee from every appearance of evil the Bible says flee fornication every sin a man do it does not, does not consist the body but the sin of fornication and adultery involves your body and when you do commit fornication you defile the temple of God and who that defiles the temple of God God will destroy God will judge everyone that defiles the temple so grace is not a license to sin grace is actually father the demand on you to live a holy life the demand on you to live a life that is pleasing unto God you can live a life that is free from sin let us turn our Bible to Luke chapter 9 verse 23 and I'll read what the Bible says there it says and he said unto them if any man will come after him after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me I want you to understand underline the word take up his cross daily it is a daily conscious act that I must not sin I must not lie I must not uh, uh, gossip I must not partake in anything that is evil that is against the word of God it's a daily and a conscious decision that I must follow Christ I must believe a life that is free of sin it is not by stumbling you must plan and deliberately make up your mind not to be caught up in that the devil will try but god give us god has already given us victory in jesus name we pray amen in luke chapter 14 i want to read luke 14 27 let us see it. what Luke 14 27 says, Whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So if you refuse, you don't want to do that, you don't want to deliberately and consciously make up your mind, I don't want to steal, I don't want to kill, I don't want to fornicate, I don't want to commit adultery, I don't want to be fraudulent. That means you are not his disciple. You are not his disciple. Christ has already paid it all. The Bible says by believing you came to Christ, now it's for you to begin to live a life that pleases God. In John chapter 15, verse 13 and 13, um, the Bible tells us in, in tells us, um, let me just go to John. Hallelujah. John 15, verse 13. Quickly. Hallelujah, time has gone so much. Normally, I like us to pray the last five minutes. John 15, 13. Greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. So the Lord has laid down his life for us. We are to live a life that is free from sin. I'm going to round up with this verse in First Peter chapter 1, verse 16. And know what is that, what you should know. Verse 16, it says, Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy be ye holy for i am holy from verse 14 said not fashioning as obedient children not fashioning yourself according to the former laws in your ignorance but as he which had called you to be holy so be ye holy in all manner of conversation let us begin to pray this morning father lord god lord give the power to live free from sin give it unto me give it to my viewers in the mighty name of jesus father lord god i pray for your power the power to live above sin let's ask god lord god give me the power the, to live above all sin. Give me the grace to be able to resist as many that are, are still struggling. Father, Lord God, the power to live above sin, the power to walk uprightly. Father, 
God. I give it unto us, oh God. Give it unto me and give it unto my viewers this morning. The power to walk uprightly. The power to, to, to walk righteousness. The power, oh God, to speak the truth in our heart, oh God. The power to live holy. Father, give it unto us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, empower me this morning to live holy. Empower me this morning to walk holy. Empower me this morning, oh God, to, 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 be, to be useful unto you, Lord. I want to be a vessel of honor. I want to be a good tree. The Bible says the good tree bears forth good fruit. Lord God, help me to bear forth good fruit, the fruit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperance, kindness, goodness. Oh God, I want to bear fruits, oh God. Lord, help me to bear the fruits of the Spirit. Let the fruit of the Spirit be manifested in my life. Lord God, grant me the strength and the power to live above sin. Grant my viewers the grace and the power. Grant my hearers the grace and the power to live above sin. Break every yoke of sin and satanic manipulation in the life of my viewers. Lord God, destroy every yoke of sin and satanic manipulation in my life, in the life of my children, my life of my husband and my family, my mom and my siblings. Oh God, break the yoke of sin over the life of my hearers. Oh God, and everyone listening to me this morning, break the yoke of sin. Break the yoke of the enemy over our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Destroy the powers of sin, oh God. Lord, have your way in our life this morning. Have your way in the life of my family, my children. Have your way in my life, oh God. Grant me the grace to walk holily. Father, Lord God, uproot everything that does not glorify you in our life. Uproot everything that does not honor you in our life. Every root of sin, every root of anger, every root of malice, every root of forgiveness or put it from my life and the life of my hearers and viewers this morning or put every root oh God of sin in the mighty name of Jesus Lord the grace to live holy the grace to live righteous the grace to walk in holiness and righteousness the grace oh God to be holy Father Lord God that when the trumpet sounds oh God I will be one of those that will be raptured Lord I want to be raptured when the trumpet sounds I want my viewers my hearers my family to be raptured Lord grant us the grace to walk in holiness and righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Let our lives be pleasing unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for another wonderful time in your presence. We honor you for this opportunity you have given unto us. Father, Lord God, we pray for us men and us struggling with sin in their life. Lord, I pray for your grace and the empowerment, oh God, to live free from sin this morning. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come upon us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, receive glory, honor. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. Let us just share the grace quickly, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow at the same time by 8 a.m. Bye.